Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Today, uh, we're almost done with our series on Revelation. Uh, so we are, go- we are now on uh, Re- Revelation chapter 20. Okay, so this is uh, a second to the last uh, episode of this series. So once again, welcome to our... Th- and this is the 13th part, okay? Welcome to the 13th part of our series on Revelation. Now on chapter 20. So I'd like to... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Make a review uh, from our last <clears throat> topic, uh, Revelation chapter 19. Okay, because you know, uh, last week, uh, you know, we discussed on the coming of the Lord, the wedding. You know, it's very exciting. You know, uh, I wish it will happen, it will begin tomorrow, <laughs> but that is not the plan. And so uh, we believe that uh, we, we, we need to follow what is written in the Bible because God is working 24-7, making sure that what He said, what He said or what is written in the Word in the Bible will come to pass. So Revelation 19, let's uh, review this. I saw, uh, verse 11, I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and wages war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but himself. Verse 13, he is dressed in what? in a robe deep in blood, and his name is the Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen and uh, white and clean. Coming out of his mouth is a sharp sword with, with which to strike down what? The nations. So this is a unique weapon. <clears throat> From the Lord, okay, and it says he will rule them with an iron scepter. He treads the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God Almighty. So if you're not living with you're not if you're not living right with God today, you are okay accumulating wrath, God's wrath on yourself. That's why it's very important that uh, you are saved, okay. Um, Okay, I will explain that later at the end part of this uh, of this preaching. And it says, verse 16, On his robe and on his thigh, he has the na- this name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Okay, so the Lord Jesus is going to come and is going to wage war against this uh, fourth kingdom, which is the... The kingdom of the beast, uh, the Antichrist, 
And then, but then in verse 19, it, saw, it says, Then I saw the beast and the kings of the earth, and their armies gathered together, together to wage war against the rider on the horse and his army, but the beast was captured. <clears throat> okay? Easy. The beast was captured, and with it, the false prophet who had performed the signs on its behalf. Meaning to say, this is the second beast. So, beast number one and beast number two, they were both captured. Okay? And then, uh, of course, uh, this, these two are the beasts in Revelation chapter 13 that uh, are feared by the inhabitants of the earth. Even now, a lot of Christians doesn't like to read uh, Revelation chapter 13 because of what the beast will do, okay, to people who will not submit to his totalitarian government. And, and uh, I tell you, there is no need, there is no point to fear the beast, okay? There is no point uh, because... We know that God is in control, and then, uh, in uh, and then this the beast is going to rule for a short moment. That's what the the book of Daniel said. Um, and then when Jesus comes, when he touched down on Mount of Olives, and, and uh, well, the beast will be captured. Of course, the nations that will go against the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, <clears throat> they will be what? They will be defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ through the sharp sword that, which, uh, that comes out of his mouth. Okay, we, we really don't know how this thing will play out, but we know that what the Bible says is true. Okay, and so... Uh, uh, no one needs to bring any weapon, okay? There's no need for uh, nukes. There's no need for uh, airplanes or bombs or, or, or any type of weapon because the Lord himself, he can defeat, okay, all the enemies of God, okay, just by the word, okay, just by the, the sword that comes out of his mouth. All right? So, thing is, uh, when he comes and wages war against the fourth kingdom, which is the, f uh, the, 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 the fourth beast in the book of da Daniel, okay, the beast, those two beasts in Revelation chapter 13, beast 1 and beast 2, will be captured. Okay? And the two of them, it says, were thrown alive, okay? They were thrown alive into the fiery lake of burning sulfur. Verse 21, the rest were killed with a sword coming out of the mouth of the rider on the horse. And all the birds, okay, gorge, gorge themselves on their flesh. All the birds that's the, were flying on midair. That's what we read last week. So the point is, Imagine how many dead, okay? Okay, how many... Because you see, all the birds, that, of course, that are alive during that time. So, wow. So, the word that made the whole creation come into existence can also take the life out of it. 
Okay? Remember that. So, God who gave life can take it anytime He wants because He is Lord. He is the owner of everything. So, He is the rightful owner of the whole universe. Okay? No one can, can claim that to Him. So, when He comes, okay, and take this, uh, the, the, the nations by force, then it is just right. It is legal because God, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Alright, so here's another account. I'm going to give you another scripture. This is a hint on how uh, the nations that fought against Jerusalem will be plagued. So this is, this uh, pestilence or uh, I mean, this uh, pandemic, uh, this uh, disease, epidemic, okay, is... uh, is not man-made, okay? It, this is not man-made. This is from the Lord. When He comes, you will see how uh, the enemies of God will catch this variant. Okay, so Zechariah chapter 14. Let's just uh, jump to verse 9. It says, Zechariah 14:9, The Lord will be king over the whole earth. Hallelujah. On that day, there will be one Lord, and His name, the only name. Okay? So, again, in, in verse, uh, in chapter 19, uh, it says that on His robe and on His thigh, He has this name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And remember in Revelation, it, it also says, we read this, I don't know, what chapter, uh, what Sunday or what episode, but uh, the book of Revelation says, the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord and Christ. Hallelujah. So, listen up. Now, Zechariah 14, okay, verse 12. Read that. Okay, let's read. Zechariah 14, 12. It says, this is the plague... Okay, with which the Lord will strike all the nations that fought against Jerusalem. Listen, their flesh will rot while they are still standing on their feet. You see now, this is serious, friends. This is serious. There is no vaccine against this. Okay, listen again. I'll say this again. (laughs) Their flesh will rot while they are still standing on their feet. Their eyes will rot in their sockets, and their tongues will rot in their mouths. So, can you imagine the eyes rotting while they're still living, while they're alive, and they, they, they're alive, and, and then your tongue starts to rot, decompose, while you're alive? Wow! You see, uh, uh, if you choose the side of the devil... You're in a big trouble, my friend. You have to understand that, you know, side with God always. Side with the Lord Jesus Christ always, not with the beast system. You know why? Because, you see, if you are an enemy, you know, if you regard yourself to be an enemy of God because you chose to be, to participate or to associate with the devil's side, with the beast, this is, you know, you may be, 
you may experience this if you're still alive during that time. So listen. Verse 13 says, On that day, people will be striken by the Lord with great panic. There's, this is real panic. Now, by this time, you have the right to, to fear, to be afraid, okay, to be terrified. Because this kind of pandemic uh, has nothing to do with human intervention. This pandemic is a pandemic that the Lord has caused, but it's going to happen. It will only fall on those people who are not on God's side. Okay, remember that, alright? So they will seize each other by the hand and attack one another because they, 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 they really cannot see well. Why? Because their eyes are rotting while in the socket, okay? And, and um, that's the thing. So be careful which side to choose. And the best side, because we know that the, the, the beast in Revelation 13 will rule, but for a moment, just for a moment, okay? And then the Lord Jesus Christ will come and redeem His people and take over the whole place, okay? Alright, so uh, now we begin with uh, chapter 20. Okay, Revelation 20 says, And I saw an angel coming down out of heaven having the key of, to the abyss, and holding in his hand a great chain, he seized the dragon, the ancient serpent, who is the devil, or Satan, and bound him for a, for a thousand years, and threw him into the abyss. Meaning to say, there's, it's a bottomless pit. You know, he, 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 uh, it's like the devil is chained and is floating and like falling and there is no bottom. Okay, it's like a, something like that. And I, you, you don't want to see the place, okay? So, he threw him into the abyss and locked and sealed it over him to keep him from deceiving the nations anymore until, until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. Now, I'm not here to discuss why, but God has a plan. Okay, this is, there is going to be another, and the, 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 this, uh, the last war, <coughs> led by the devil himself. Uh, but there is going to be 1,000 years without de the devil, without Satan, without the deceiver. Okay, remember in chapter 19, the beast number one and beast number two, they were captured and they were thrown alive into the fiery, uh, uh, yes, fiery, uh, burning, what's that again? Lake of burning sulfur. All right, so um, <clears throat> in chapter 20, we read that the devil is captured also. He was seized and he was locked in the abyss, in the bottomless pit. And that's good, okay? So that's good. So we know the ending already. That is why be wise. Choose whom to side, okay? And my advice, my counsel, always choose the side of the Lord. No matter what happens, even if it will cost you everything you've got or at the expense of your very life. Remember, 
those who will lose their lives for Jesus' sake will find it. Okay? So, <clears throat> now verse 4. Now, this is very interesting. Verse 4 says, I saw thrones on which were seated those who had been given authority to judge. And I saw the souls of those who had been beheaded because of their testimony about Jesus and because of the word of God. Wow. They had not worshipped the beast or its image. Okay. And had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. Okay. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. That's why our lineup today, uh, the songs, hallelujah, during the, when Jesus comes and set up his kingdom, it's going to be an everlasting kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. And thy dominion endureth through all generations. You see, <clears throat> hallelujah, I'm waiting for this. That's why I said, I wish God is going to fast forward the events of this world so that we, you know, we jump right ahead to the millennial reign of Christ. Okay, hallelujah. Now it says in verse 5, the rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Now, take note of verse 6. It says, Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. Meaning you say, there is another one. So, you see, uh, if you're part of the first resurrection, you are safe. Okay, it says, Blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection. The second death has no power over them. No power over them but they will be priests of God and of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years for the first time okay when Jesus comes and take over the whole earth and establishes his millennial kingdom the the whole earth will experience a kingdom okay with a king a righteous one, okay? So there's going to be righteousness, no corruption. This is the only kingdom that, you know, uh, everyone serving under this king are righteous with integrity. Because, you see, the Lord can read your heart. <laughs> he knows whom he will appoint. Over the place. No more politics, no more votings. You know, you don't need to uh, apply, you know, you want to run for this position. There is nothing like that. It is the King of Glory, the righteous judge, who will appoint everyone. Remember, no politics. This is by appointment. No votings, no, no, no people power. Okay? These are inventions of men. And we know that from the very beginning, from the very start, it is God and, uh, who rules and He appoints. And if you do not fit in the eyes of God, you will not be, you know. Of course, we understand that there were kings that were given opportunity that if they will obey, etc. But they chose not to obey and so 
they brought trouble to Israel. Okay, so we know that. But the thing is this, when Jesus comes, okay, uh, he is going to appoint, okay, his very own uh, people, all right, to rule with him. And I'm excited to see um, the, the Lord, the, our King of kings and Lord of lords ruling in Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Um, and we will see the difference between a kingdom ruled by, you know, people who are who have a fallen nature, uh, corrupted flesh, and but and this time Jesus ruling. Oh Lord, Hallelujah! Let it be, Lord. Let it be. And um, okay, let's let us continue. So this is the millennium. This is. Uh, Hallelujah. So, Hallelujah. So, the point is, uh, those who were beheaded because of the, verse 4, okay? Those who were beheaded because of their testimony, because they, 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 they remained faithful and true to the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? To the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, they were killed. Okay, because uh, when the beast rules and reigns, Christianity will be uh, what will is considered a terrorist, you know, because the the an enemy. Okay, because the, the the Christians will not submit to the beast, and and I'll tell you why. Okay, just just wait. All right, so. The thing is, uh, that's why they were killed. That's why uh, those who will not receive the mark, okay, so th by that time, it's going to be a mandatory thing. And uh, the question will be, are you chip or not? Okay? <laughs> are you chip or not? Th th that's the thing, because the, the Bible says that the mark of the beast is the number of his name, the name of the beast, Okay, I'm gonna tell more. I'm gonna tell you more about the beast later on. Why, why these people stood to their faith at the very end, but then, ladies and gentlemen, friends, family, listen to this. Even if they were killed, they were murdered for their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who were alive during that time, even if they came to life, that's what the Bible says. That is the most important thing. Okay? They were killed, but they resurrect. <laughs> Hallelujah. They came to life and reigned with Christ a thousand years. That's chapter 4. Read it. They came to life. They came to life. Okay? So, friends, point is everyone will die sometime Okay, in, in, in this uh, realm, in this planet. So, what is the point of dying for nothing? It's like, you know, so if you are alive, if you're living during this time, and, 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 and your life will be required just because you want to be loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ, why not? That's the highest honor you can give the Lord, right? So, here's the thing that I'd like to challenge you about. Consider this, friends. That even if they kill you for your faith, 
So that is not dying in vain. Okay, that is not dying in vain. I heard uh, Brother Gideon mentioned about the a believer, a Christian who was sharing his faith. And uh, while sharing his faith, he was shot and he died. You see, his death was not in vain because he was shot while on duty, all right? While sharing the gospel to save some people. But you see, uh, they, they were goons. And, and I think uh, those people that shot him was uh, part of a a uh, syndicate or whatever you know they yeah I, I forgot he was telling me this uh, story maybe in their place he was killed in action that's right <laughs> but these people were killed in action but listen up friends this is a sure thing <laughs> because the bible says they came to life and reigned with christ a thousand years those who were beheaded and those who did not worship the beast those who did not worship the image of the beast those who did not receive the mark on their foreheads or okay on their hands these christians who lost their lives receive it or gained it back back all right, so hallelujah. So, friends, you cannot take the mark of the beast and still call yourself a Christian. If you're a Christian, you will remain loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ and not pledge allegiance to the enemy of Christ. Now, who is the enemy of the Lord Jesus Christ? Okay, who is the enemy of the Lord Jesus Christ? The enemy of the Lord Jesus Christ. During the time of the fourth kingdom, the fourth beast is the beast. <laughs> Why? Because the beast is the devil incarnate. Okay, what do we mean by incarnate? It's the devil in bodily form. It's like the devil uh, taking a human flesh. Okay, so uh, we want you to watch our episode on the two opposing kingdoms okay we, we we did a series on the two opposing kingdoms so that you will have an understanding or an insight or a revelation how or where uh, where it's where this all started you know the the two opposing kingdoms so there are only two sides during that time even now two sides still two sides you have to choose okay well uh, either you're on the devil's side or on the lord's side Alright, so uh, listen up. I want to share with you Revelation 13. Because I want to share with you why you cannot take the mark of the beast and claim to be a Christian. Okay, Revelation 13 verse 2 says, The beast I saw resembled a leopard, but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. So, the Bible says that there, uh, there will be four kingdoms that will try to rule the earth, okay? And the three kingdoms are done already. So we're now, uh, uh, you know, we, the next kingdom will be the fourth kingdom, which is the last kingdom. So uh, when is this kingdom going to be established? Uh, I don't know. But it will be established. Okay, so if you're following us in this uh, series on Revelation, you will have hint where are we right now, okay? Now, uh, 
This is what now the, the the fourth kingdom is like a, the combination of all the kingdoms. You see the description: feet like that of a bear and the mouth like that of a lion. So there's going to be an alliance of kingdoms, of kings, of nations. But then out of this ten, one will rise, the little horn, okay, and he's going to uh, uh, defeat three kings. But this little horn is the beast in Revelation 13. Now, listen. Why little? Maybe because he, he lives and he rules in a small, smaller country. I don't know. But, uh, but he, he is going to rise into power. Okay? So, uh, don't, uh, don't panic. Okay, don't be alarmed if you see those kingdoms forming up because that's, uh, that will happen. And then uh, when, when this little horn will rise and we see that uh, the next thing will happen is uh, he is going to permit, give permission to the rebuilding of the third temple. So anyway, let's go back. Okay, here's what Revelation chapter 2 says. The beast I saw resembled a leopard but had feet like those of a bear and a mouth like that of a lion. What's the next sentence? It says, the dragon. Who is the dragon? That's the, that's the devil. That's Satan himself. It says, the dragon. Once again, let me say this. The dragon gave the who? The dragon gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. I want to say that again, friends. Listen. Revelation chapter 13, verse 2, last part. It says, the dragon or Satan gave the beast his power and his throne and great authority. So, the beast is actually ruling using the power, the throne, the kingdom, or the great authority given to him by the dragon. So it's, it's like the beast is the puppet, and the one manipulating, the one controlling the beast, the one demonizing the Antichrist, the beast, is the devil himself. That's why... Okay, read Revelation 13, verse 5. Let's jump to verse 5. From verse 2, jump to verse 5. Okay? It says, The beast was given a mouth to utter proud words and blasphemies and to exercise its authority for what? For 42 months. That's three and a half years. So Because he's going to reign for three and a half years and then the second beast, which is uh, the false prophet in... Uh, Revelation chapter 13, okay, uh, both of them will rule for 42 months, alright, for three and a half years. Because, why three and a half? Because in the middle of the seven year period, is um, going to betray the Jews, is going to cause the, the, the operation in the, the, the third temple to cease, to stop. And is going to go after the Jews because he wanted to be worshipped as God. He will claim to be God. And so uh, the Jews who will not worship him, 
especially when the the second beast will rule the second beast is going to um He's going to uh, set up an image. He will cause them to set up an image in honor of the first beast. No? And so, um, it says here, verse 6, It opened its mouth to blaspheme God and to slander His name and His dwelling place and those who live in heaven. Okay, read that again. Verse 6, It opened, the beast opened its mouth to blaspheme who? God. And to slander the name of God, the, the holy name of God, and His dwelling is going to slander heaven. And those who live in heaven, you know, those saints that died, you know, the, 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 those people who are now in paradise, in the paradise of God, you know, all of them, this, this, uh, the beast is going to slander, is going to blaspheme God, is going to speak curses you know cursing words and 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 it's gonna bad mouth everyone who is not on his side now now listen you see the, the beast is very toxic uh, person okay and he is uh, embodied by a a very toxic spirit which is <laughs> the spirit of the antichrist which is the devil now now listen up Listen up, listen up. So in verse 2, okay, going back to verse 2, the dragon gave the beast his power, his throne, and authority. No wonder, no wonder the beast will blaspheme God and he will slander God and all those who live in heaven. You know why? Because he is possessed by the spirit of the dragon. You know, he is a puppet. He is a spokesman. So, you see in verse 2, the beast is the devil's ambassador. The beast is the devil's representative or spokesperson. Okay? Who will lead the rebellion against the living God? So, the beast will blaspheme and slander God. That, that's by default. Alright? So, anyone who will take the mark of the beast is pledging allegiance to side with who? With the devil. Because the beast is, remember, the spokesman, the ambassador of the devil. So you cannot side with the beast. Because siding with the beast is siding with the devil himself. Okay? You got that? So choosing the side of the beast is choosing to side with Satan himself. Because the beast is Satan's what? representative so in short the beast is the devil's uh, the devil incarnate okay or in bodily form that's why you cannot make alliance you cannot unite uh, with the beast government same as you cannot serve two masters okay you will love either the one okay you know you cannot serve two masters there is no in-between, guys. No in-between. If you participate, if you associate with the beast system, okay, uh, with, the, with the chipping, with, with those things, to benefit from it, okay, then you will not be saved. You have chosen your destiny when that time comes and you choose the wrong side. Okay? So I'm telling you in advance... That you cannot call yourself a Christian if you take the mark of the beast. Okay? 
because you gave up. You just gave up your <laughs> your right to be a Christian. You know, um, <clears throat> you have denied the Lord Jesus Christ. You, you still have your free will. Remember that. Even if you give your life to Jesus right now, you still have your free will. Okay? Your free will is not taken away from you. You can choose. So, that is why in 1 Timothy chapter 4, it says that the Holy Spirit says, clearly says that in the last, this, last days, many will what? Will abandon the faith. Meaning say they're going to turn away from faith. Meaning, they were once in the faith. Okay? They were once belonging to the family of God, to the faith. But they will abandon the faith. So, who said that? The Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit lying? No. The Holy Spirit will not lie. He is holy. Okay? Remember that. He is holy. So, there will come a time when Christians, when a lot of believers will turn away, they will fall away, they will abandon the faith. That's the apost uh, apostasy. Okay? They will be apostate. And, um, and um, <clears throat> so again, uh, if you, if you um, choose to take the mark of the beast, then you have betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, of course. Why? Because you signed up to be the devil's property. You know, you, you become one of his commodity once you... Once you take the mark, once you take the chip, you become his property. And he's going to control you. He's going to control your life. You, you, you think you are safe. You think you have freedom. No, you don't have freedom. In fact, once you receive the mark of the beast, you are done. <laughs> you don't have freedom because everything is at the tip of his hand, at his control. At the push of a button, just like that. So, so guys, um, this is why this is why Christians died on the account of their loyalty to the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, they will not bow down to the image. They will not bow down to the abomination that will cause desolation. They're not going to submit to the government of the beast. Okay, these Christians will not take the mark of the beast. They will not take the chip. Okay, because their citizenship is not on earth at the time. Okay, their citizenship is in heaven. Our citizenship is in heaven. Aren't you glad that, you know, uh, you have another citizenship? Okay, <laughs> but okay. This is not happening now in our time. The, I mean, Revelation 13, it is not yet. Not yet. But there will come a time when the world will become one and it's going to be ruled by one who is a totalitarian and, you know, using the AI, using the technology and the Bible prophecy, the last kingdom, the fourth kingdom, it will be fulfilled, will come to pass. 
And when that happens, and if you are here, if you're still here, we want you to know, no matter what happens, never fall into fear and never take the mark of the beast. You don't want to be part. You don't want to associate. You don't want to, 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 to have a union or to unite with the enemy of God. Okay? So, hallelujah. I hope you got that, friends. That the beast is who? It's like the devil in human form. In the flesh or in bodily form. Or incarnate, whatever. He's the ambassador. No, now the beast and Satan are two different persons. Okay, remember that. But the beast is actually a puppet controlled by the dragon. Because remember, in verse three of chapter, in verse two of chapter thirteen, it says the dragon gave the beast his who his what his power, his throne. Can you imagine his throne? So if the beast is sitting at the throne of Satan, then who do you think the beast is representing? It's Satan himself, right? Because the beast is sitting on the throne of the devil. Take note. That is Revelation 13 verse 2. So you cannot make alliance. You cannot, you cannot take the mark of the beast and be saved. Okay? Refusing, rejecting the mark of the beast. Okay, will save your life. Of course, because if you reject the mark of the beast, that means you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, as your Messiah, as your Redeemer. Okay? I will explain more. Just hold on and uh, stay with us. Okay, so let, let me finish uh, the chapter. Verse 7, Revelation chapter 20, verse 7. No, this is about the judgment of the devil. Remember, he was uh, kept in prison for a thousand years and then he will be released. Okay, for a moment. But it says in verse 7, When a thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison, which is the abyss or the bottomless pit. Verse 8 says, And will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog. Again, this is Rosh. Okay. And those gather, uh, and to gather them for battle. In number, they are like the sand of the seashore. Verse 9, they march across the bread. Okay, meaning to say from the four corners of the earth or from side to side, whatever. So they marched across the bread of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them. Easy, right? So, so the wars, the biggest war, the real war that's going to happen... Is is a war that, that is a no sweat war <laughs> on our part. <laughs> everything will be in the hands of the Lord. He will take care of everything. Amen. So you are always safe in the hands of the Lord at that time. Okay. Um, where are we? Verse ten. And the devil who deceived them 
was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. Now they have a reunion. <laughs> but remember, the, the beast, beast number one and beast number two, the false prophet, will be thrown there ahead. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen, but they're going to have a reunion, but this reunion is is going to be <laughs> there, there there's going to be a lot of screaming and, and agony and, pi and, and uh, pain and yes gnashing of teeth and and the worms does not die and, and all those and it says the last part of verse 10 says they will be tormented day and night forever and ever does Satan knows this? Yes, he knows this. That's why he's, when, he, when the restrainer is taken out of the way, he's going to do his best. He's going to do his best to do his thing, to do his expertise, to deceive the nations and, and to kill people, to murder people around the world because he came to kill, steal, and destroy. That's his role. That's, that, that's, that, that is something that he, he's passionate about. He, he, he wants to see people dying, suffering. That's the devil. So why side with him? Why side with the devil? Why side with the beast? When after all, all he does is kill, torment people. So if you side with the devil, you are on the wrong side. Okay? Remember this. No matter what happens, do not take the mark of the beast. Okay. Where are we? So, they will be tormented forever and ever. The beast, the second beast, who is the false prophet and the devil, they will be in the lake of burning sulfur. Sulfur. So, at this point, Satan and his minions are done away forever. Okay? And there is no coming back for them. Hallelujah. And there is no escaping from the eternal flame. So, you know, the, the, the song Eternal Flame is now a reality to the devil <laughs> and, uh, and his minions, the, the two beasts. Okay? The song says, close your eyes, give me your hands. What? Can you see? Can you, well, can you hear? Hear? Can you feel my heart beating? Do you understand? Do you feel the same? <laughs> oh, man. That song is not a good song, I tell you. Ah, uh, yeah. They said, do you understand? Do you feel the same? Am I only dreaming? Is this burning an eternal flame? You know, this song is so inspired. And it you can connect uh, the, the message, the context of the song to what's going to happen. Even the song... The greatest love of all, you know, the by by um, who sang that song? The greatest love of all, Houston, right? Uh, can you show me the last paragraph of that song? Because the song says it's loving yourself is the greatest love of all. Uh, is your okay? And if by chance that that's the last one. And if by chance that special place that you've been dreaming of. Okay, leads you to a lonely place. Find your strength in love. It's like the devil encouraging himself 
that if he's not going to end up in the in heaven in a, in a, in a beautiful place but instead ending up in a lonely place where he is in the abyss okay in the in a place where there is a bottomless bottomless prison uh, and he's lonely because he's alone there for 1000 years and he said he's gonna you find your strength in love so look at the song How, you know you can intertwine you can weave it you can connect it somehow to to future events but you see this song the greatest love of all uh, about loving yourself the greatest love of all is in total uh, 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 collide uh, it, it's a it total it's contrary to the teachings contradictory sorry right contradictory to the teachings of the lord jesus Christ. because jesus said what is the greatest love of all according to the lord jesus christ it is laying down your life for your friends wow just like what he did instead of us dying for our sins he died for our sins wow that's the greatest love of all. It's not loving yourself, friends. That is called, loving yourself is called selfishness. If you love yourself above God, that's selfishness. Meaning to say, you're not going to bow to God. You're not going to obey God's will. You're not going to submit to the, to, you know, you're not going to obey the word of God. You are going to do, you're going to live your life the way you want to live it. That is the greatest love of all. That is selfishness. Then I'm, there's a lot of Christians who are not living right with God. They are living their lives according to their will. To the flesh. They're not living right with God. They're not seeking God. They're, 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 they're not, a, you know, they, it's like, they don't have conviction anymore. They don't repent from their sins. They, 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 they simply, willfully do sin or offend God. They betray the Lord Jesus Christ. They chose to serve another God. To serve the God of other religions that cannot save them. That is betrayal. That is that's an example of receiving the mark of the beast. You know, you don't want to be a traitor to God. You, you will just put yourself in danger on judgment day. If you betray the Lord Jesus Christ. If, if you will not remain loyal to Him. So, I urge you. Don't do that. But instead, remain loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Okay, let's, let's finish this. Okay, uh, verse 11. Uh, 11 to 15. I'm glad that chapter 20 has only 15 verses. Okay, it says, now this is about the judgment of the dead. Okay, th those people who remain dead. Remember? The rapture, okay, we know that there's going to be a rapture, but we also know that there's, it's, uh, there's going to be a resurrection, okay? So the Bible says that there's going to be the first resurrection, of course. 
if you belong to the first resurrection or you're still alive and you will be raptured at that time, well, hallelujah. Whatever. Okay, so, but the thing is, verse 11 says, Then I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it. Great white throne. The earth and the heavens fled from his presence and there was no place for them. <laughs> Can you imagine this courtroom and, and uh, the earth and the heavens fled from his presence? Whoa. You see such power displayed. And what is the chance? What is your chance? If you are declared, uh, you know, if you are doomed, you are sentenced to death, what can you do? Nothing. That is why now that you have uh, the opportunity to change your ways, to repent from sin, do it now. Do it now. Because tomorrow may be too late. You, may, you might die. You might not wake up tomorrow. And then, and then judgment comes next. Okay, so verse 12. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne. The books were opened. Another book was opened, which is the book of life. The dead were judged according to what? They had done as recorded in the books. Now, the way I see it, uh, this is not, uh, you know, uh, the judgment for believers. Because there is 1,000 years apart. <laughs> Remember, the, the rapture, the, the resurrection, the first resurrection is simultaneous. Okay? And that takes place before the millennial reign of Christ. Because... At the millennium, during the millennium, the dead, those who were beheaded, okay, they resurrected, remember? Now, after 1,000 years, okay, so verse, that's uh, uh, verse 11 to verse 15, okay, which is the second resurrection. So, let me read that to you. Verse 13, verse 13, it says, The sea gave up the dead that were in it. And death and Hades gave up the dead that were in, in them. And each person was judged according to what they had done. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. The lake of fire is the second death. Remember that? Second death. Anyone whose name was not found written in the book of life was thrown into the lake of fire. So first so you see there is a 1,000 years apart between the first resurrection and the second resurrection. The first, those belonging to the first resurrection are already safe. Death cannot harm them. But those who will be resurrected after the millennium, the millennial reign of Christ, the 1,000 years uh, reign on earth, Okay, before the Lord will, will, will make everything new, before the, the, the new Jerusalem will come down, before that, okay, there's going to be a millennial reign. Uh, so, uh, friends, ladies and gentlemen, first, uh, of course, uh, we, want, we, we, we respect the brethren or Christians who believe that there is only one judgment for believers and unbelievers, okay, alike. Okay, the, the, the white throne... 
we respect their view because it can be interpreted that way also where uh, the the righteous and the unrighteous uh, the, the 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 works will be judged on 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 same same time okay but listen listen but whether it's one and the same or the same or not okay point is the point is no the point is this god will judge everyone okay yeah. everyone believer or unbeliever all will stand before god and we also know that he will segregate the sheep from the goats okay so there is a separate judgment you know that's for me in my opinion there is a separate judgment for believers it's called the bima b-e-m-a okay uh, the good deeds are recognized and you know we were in in israel and and uh, our guide uh showed us the oldest i think it's the oldest standing synagogue okay but in that synagogue they uh, a lot of uh, items were there inside it and he showed us the the bima judgment and i said wow it's the color is sky blue so it's like uh, one seat, one throne, but three sides, okay? Three sides. Uh, it's like, uh, uh, I don't know, I have not prepared the picture, but it's like uh, one side here and another side there going uh, 45 degrees and 45 degrees. Meaning to say, uh, two to three witnesses can sit on the bima and it's elevated and there is a stairs on one side going to this side because on that bima judgment they're going to announce recite the good deeds that a person de, uh, has done is something that's good and then he will be rewarded so once his name is called he's going to climb the stairs and they will award him and then down uh, go down on the other uh, the exit <laughs> stair okay so that's the bima it's 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 like around it's not really round it's it has sides maybe one two three four five six i don't know i forgot but it's in i have it in my files okay but the thing is it's the thing is it's only one throne but uh, three people can see <laughs> i said wow wow it's a wow somebody can sit on the right and on the left and it's a wow how how could this thing connect so the bima is a is a judgment uh what uh, is where the good deeds are recognized and rewarded that's the bima so the judgment of believers works often referred uh in the bible as the bima judgment seat of christ or the judgments seat bima of christ that is in second corinthians 5 10 it says for we must all appear before the judgment seat of christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body right now whether good or bad okay whether good or bad so at this judgment christians will receive rewards for their works or for their service to god so, and, and also, uh, because Matthew chapter 25, verses 31 to 36 says, The Lord will separate the sheep 
from the goats. Okay? So the key word here is separate. Separate. Matthew 25, 31, When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all His angels with Him, He will sit on His glorious throne. Verse 32, All the nations will be gathered before Him, and He will what? Separate the people from one another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will put the sheep on his right and, and the goats on his left. So you see, jump to verse 34. It says, Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Oh, it's so nice to hear, right? Uh, verse 41, however, in verse 41, on the left side, okay, to the goats, then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed into eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Let's read that again. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed into the, into the eternal flame. Okay, you can... <laughs> interchange fire with flame. Eternal flame prepared for the devil and his angels. Okay. So here's the thing. There's going to be a separation. But I understand that why there are other views beside from a separate judgment or some believe there's only one judgment. The white throne, believers, unbelievers. Some believe there are two separate believers and unbelievers some believes there are three so anyway that's not my topic i'm not going to dwell on that but if you read this uh this uh, matthew 25 uh, it can be interpreted also as the same event or not or simultaneous but regrouping will happen at the end of the uh, of the judgment just before the sentence the sentence like the king will say come you who are blessed, and also the sentence where the king will say, Depart from me, you who are cursed into eternal flame. Okay, so you understand that, I, but the, the, the common ground is this. All will face judgment and let God decide the schedule. Okay, so just... Don't we don't need to debate on this? We don't need to argue when you know this and that. But as long as in the Bible it is clearly said, it is written that all will be judged. Okay, all will be judged by God, some for their works, and some will be sentenced to eternal flame. Okay, so <laughs> you notice that I'm you know giving emphasis on the eternal flame because you don't want to be there you don't want to be in that place okay so again observe verse 6 of revelation chapter 20 what does it say in verse 6 of revelation 20 where is that it said blessed and holy are those who share in the first resurrection the second death has no power over them okay but they will be priests of god and christ end of Christ and will reign with him for a thousand years and after a thousand years the next thing that will happen is the judgment of Satan that's from verse 7 to verse 10 and then after that judgment of Satan will be the 
judgment of everyone who will be uh, who are uh, who just resurrected from the second resurrection. That is after a thousand years. Uh, after the millennial reign of Christ. So, so my point here, friends, is that there is a gap. You know, there's just a big gap right there. So I believe that uh, um, the white throne judgment is a judgment for those who did not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ when they had the opportunity to be saved right now. You who are watching this, you have the opportunity to be saved. Okay, so it's, we are giving you the opportunity to believe or not. Because, you know, if, if you refuse the Lord Jesus Christ right now, if you reject the gospel of Christ right now, okay, you refuse to be saved right now, then at the end of days, during this judgment, during the uh, second resurrection, there is no hope for you. Because you rejected the Lord Jesus Christ. So let me, uh, where are we? Uh, yes. Okay, so, so um, uh, during the first resurrection, uh, before the, uh, at the beginning of the millennium, okay, or before the millennium, wait, 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 wait. Wait. Here's the thing. The timing of the great white throne judgment. Okay, this white throne judgment in verse uh, verse 11. Okay? The timing of the great white throne judgment will take place after the millennium. Okay? And after Satan is thrown into the lake of fire, after the reunion of Satan with his minions. Okay? Where the beast and the false prophets are, okay, after that, okay, now think of this, there is 1,000 years apart, and it's a long, 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 long time. So, so I lean on a separate judgment for believers and unbelievers. So, but during the white throne judgment, okay, uh, after the second resurrection, and, and the dead will stand before God, and they will be judged, it will expose every deed, thoughts, every thought, and, and, and words that were spoken, whether good or bad, including the subtitles <laughs> or the things that, you know, you just, you have in your thoughts during that time. And this is the judgment of unbelievers in which they were, they're judged according to the works, their works, and then sentenced to everlasting punishment in the lake of fire, which is the second death. Now, whether they have done good or evil, it doesn't matter anymore. Still, still the final verdict will be announced. And just like what we read in Matthew, I think Matthew 25, where it says, and I think verse 41, it, then the, and the king will tell the goats on his left, depart from me, I never knew you, you who practice uh, wickedness. That's also in Matthew, earlier in Matthew, you know, there, there's a chapter that says, depart from me, I never knew you. Okay, so, 
So these are the people who are living their lives at will. Okay? It's selfish people. Selfish. They don't submit to the will of God because, you know, submitting to the will of God is a sign that you are, you know, the, the Holy Spirit. You're cooperating with the Holy Spirit and that, you know, the, the Holy Spirit is the one leading you. Okay? So the, the Bible says in Romans, uh, it says that those who are led by the Spirit are children of God. So if you're not led, if your life is not led by the Spirit, you're not a child of God. You can claim you're a Christian, but you're not a Christian. That's the truth. Okay? So, eh, but I understand that a lot of people think that they, they, they can do a lot of good works, you know, the, uh, the good, their good works can outweigh their bad works. <laughs> Listen, all the good things you did, Okay, all the good things you did will never outweigh the sin you committed apart from Christ. Okay, sin is sin and it takes one sin, just one sin for a sinner to be sentenced to eternal flame. So what is it that, that they have done to deserve uh, the second death in the lake of fire? Okay, listen. Sin. Sin is the answer. That's the problem. Sin. Unrighteousness. They, 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 there's no righteousness. Sin or a sinful lifestyle. Their sins were not forgiven. Okay? Why not? Why are their sins not forgiven? Because they, they made a the wrong choice too. They refused to be saved. They, they rejected the only hope which is the Lord Jesus Christ, okay? They went through living their lives rejecting the opportunity to be saved. They never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. So, they rejected the gospel. Okay, they rejected what Jesus did to atone their sins, to expiate or to make amends for sin. See, you see, what the, when Jesus died in the cross, what he did was that he uh, paid for our sins. Okay? Uh, that's the easiest way to say it. Okay? It's, he, he, he paid for our sins. Okay? So the only way for a person to be justified, to be acquitted of sin, is through the Lord Jesus Christ, through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, the Bible says we all have sinned, and so all will not make it to heaven, because all have sinned, okay? Because heaven is a holy place, okay? God will not tolerate sin in heaven, remember that. But sinners can be forgiven. Sinners can be uh, justified, sinless. They can, can be acquitted of their sins, okay? Can be declared righteous, Okay? Only in Christ. Okay? If you give your life, if you commit your life to Jesus and believe Jesus to be your Savior because He was your substitute who died for your sins. Instead of you, He died for you. Okay? If you repent from your sins and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then you will be justified. Okay? You will be declared righteous not because of your righteousness but because he 
His righteousness was imputed, was given to you. Okay? I am not righteous. I am a sinner. But I am saved by grace. Okay? Saved by grace. Okay, what do I mean by that? Meaning to say, I'm a sinner, but I am declared righteous. Why? Not on the basis of my good works. Not based on good works, on my good deeds, but based on His righteousness. Why is that? Because there was an interchange. I gave my life to Him. Okay, I surrendered my life to Him believing that He paid for my sins. That is why if you commit your life to Jesus, if you surrender your life to Jesus, you acknowledge you're a sinner, you cannot save yourself and that you need a Savior, then all you need to do is repent from your sins. Lord, I'm turning away from sin and I believe in you. And once you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, remember this, His righteousness, His righteousness will be imputed to you. It will be given to you. Okay? You will obtain His righteousness. And because of His, His, His righteousness in you, when you stand before the throne of God, you stand as a righteous person. Not because of your righteousness, because of Jesus' righteousness in you. Okay, let me explain that. That is why we, I prepared this because this was my conviction to share with you last night. Okay, re, re, uh, Romans chapter 3. This is the last. Is this the last one? Yes, yes, yes. This is the last uh, passage of Scripture that I want to read to you. Romans chapter 3. Friends, ladies and gentlemen, I understand Revelation 20 is important, but I am now dealing with what's important now. Now, okay, that's Romans chapter 3, friends. Come on, you can open your Bible. Verse 10, it says, As it is written, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. Verse 12, all have turned away. They have together become worthless. There is no one who does good, not even one, not even one meaning to say we are all sinners no matter what when we stand before god as a sinner we are condemned doomed forever now here's the thing here's the thing no matter how passionate you are to stand for your religion okay to promote your religion to say that you, if you become a member of your religion you will be saved i tell you that is false hope also, because no, you know, even if you you are attending a good church, if you are attending the right church, listen to this: your church cannot save you. You know why? Because you are a sinner. When you when you stand before God, the Lord is not going to ask what church do you uh, do you belong? What, what church were you baptized? Or you know, it's not going to be part of the a, a basis of the judgment because the Bible says you will be judged according to what you have done and part of it whether you have chosen Christ or not no now listen 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 so the point is this 
no matter what religion you want to you know you want to steam okay you want to promote okay guess what that religion will not save you because the point is this you are a sinner before God you are a sinner that's the point okay ah I'm a member of this uh, famous church and religion you are a sinner oh I'm baptized 100 times by these ministers by this priest by this what you are a sinner still you are a sinner and just one sin will qualify you to hell you are a sinner you cannot save yourself. No one can say, say. You see, all the founders of that religion, of the religions of the world, all the founders are sinners. Except for Jesus. Except for Him. So here's the thing. You are a sinner. You cannot save yourself. Verse 20, please. Uh, Romans chapter 3, verse 20. Let's jump to verse 20. Because I want to point out to you that when you are born again, if you believe in Jesus... His righteousness will be passed on you. Okay? Verse 20. Therefore, no one will be declared righteous in God's sight by works of the law. Even if you follow the law, even if you think you did all the righteousness, the righteous acts, even if you obeyed every written word in the Bible, I tell you, you will not be declared righteous why? Because you are a sinner. Period. Okay? So, the Bible says, no one will be declared righteous in the sight of God by the works of the law. Rather, through the law, we become conscious of sin. So, the more you understand the Bible, the law, what's right and what's wrong, the more you become conscious that you're a sinner. Okay? Verse 21 says, but now... Now, here's the thing. Take note. But now, apart from the law, the righteousness of God has been made known or has been revealed to which the law and the prophets testify. Verse 22. This righteousness is given. Woo! This righteousness is what? Given. One more time. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference between Jew or Gentile. Again, verse 22. Please, verse 22. Don't miss that one. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. You see, the only way for you to be justified, the only way for us to be declared righteous, acquitted of our sins on Judgment Day is what? In Christ. If you belong to Jesus Christ, you will be declared righteous not on the basis of our human righteousness or good, good works or, 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 or whatever but based on His righteousness that is what imputed on us. Just like sin was passed to all men and all die, the same thing, righteousness from one person, the one who was given authority to save us, the one who became sin offering for us, 
who paid for our sins, who died in the cross, through Him, because He was righteous, if you believe in Him, if you put your trust in Jesus as your Lord, in Yeshua as your Lord and Savior, His righteousness, His righteousness will be passed, will be given, what? Will be given to you. Verse 22, one more time. This righteousness is given through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. Okay, to all who believe. There's no difference between George and Gentile. Verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So again, all have sinned and they, they will never measure up to the standard of God's holiness. Okay? Read that. Verse 23. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Meaning to say, by God's standard. None of us, none of us will pass that holy standard of God. So the only hope for you to be declared righteous is Jesus. The only hope for our country is Jesus. Oh, was that right? <laughs> the only hope for our country is Him. If we confess I was that if we confess all our sin, stand firm and oh, what? If we repent, I'm oh, sorry. If we repent of our ways, stand firm and say we need God in the Philippines again. Okay, that's the song actually by Carmen. Uh, Carmen is already in. Went already to be with the Lord. He went to be with the Lord already. He went. He got, Went ahead of us, but he, 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 there's a, a lot of people were impacted by his ministry, by his music. So the title of the song is, uh, what's the title? America Again by Carmen. America Again. So this, this powerful song. I mean, the, the message is anointed and powerful. I hope it ministers to you also. But then, uh, thing, the thing is, the only hope. For us is Jesus. Okay? So verse uh, 24. And all are justified freely by grace, by His grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. So again, we will be justified freely, for free, <laughs> by His favor. Okay? His uh, saving grace. Through the redemption that came by Jesus, through through what Jesus did in the cross. That's why very important for us to understand the gospel. If you don't understand the gospel of Christ, then you are not saved. Okay? Take note of that. If, if you don't know the gospel, you want to know what the gospel is, it is who Jesus is and what he did. If you want more details, ask. All you need to do is ask us. Okay? Verse 25. Um, God presented Christ as a sacrifice of atonement through the shedding of His blood to be received by faith. So all you need to do between you and God now is, is believe. Okay, all you need to do is believe. Okay, to, to what Jesus did in the cross when He paid for our sins through shedding His blood. Meaning through His death, He died for our sins. So that's the sacrifice of atonement. That's verse 25. The thing, the benefit of what Jesus did, the benefit of, of, of when Jesus paid for our sins, we can receive it, okay, by faith. Okay, it says to be received by faith. That's verse 25. It says, 
We continue. He did this to demonstrate His righteousness because in His forbearance He had left the sins committed beforehand unpunished. When you say, now this is the answer to the question, why does God allow evil? You know, if God is alive, if there is a God, and, and if God can see the wickedness going on, the lawlessness going on around the world, why is He not judging them now? Why is He allowing it? Okay, because of His patience. His, you know, He, he want to give people uh, time, you know, the chance, the, the opportunity to repent. And that's why it's like uh, they, they, they were unpunished for what they did. But, but verse 26, He did it to demonstrate His justice at the present time so that so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. So meaning to say there will come a time when He is going to serve justice because He is a just God. Though He, God is love, yes, God is love. That's why He gave provision for us to be saved. And I hope you won't refuse, you will not reject the only provision that God gave, which is Jesus Christ. He sent the Lord Jesus Christ to be our atoning sacrifice, to be, to be the sin offering, so that through His death, our sins are forgiven. But it can only be received. Forgiveness can only be received. Righteousness, His righteousness, can only be received by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So, it's easy, right? It's easy. Um, uh, so, the Lord is just because you know why? Why? Because even though we have committed sin before Him and sin is not allowed in heaven, but but we will be declared righteous in Him. Where is justice there? The justice is this. That He took the blame. He took the, the punishment for our sin. And so justice was still served on the cross. Okay? He took all the pain. He took the blows. He, he took the fall. You know that song? Crucified, <coughs> sorry, crucified, laid behind the stone. You live to die, rejected and alone. And it says, the song says, like a rose. What's that? Like a rose trampled on the ground. You took the fall. Jesus took the fall. And thought of me above all. You see, he, he fell. He died. Not for his sin, but for our sins. That is why, because, you know, because he paid for the sins, you know, of the world. And so he is the only one who can offer forgiveness. And when once your sins are forgiveness, not only that, but His righteousness is imputed, is given to us by faith. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today, His righteousness will be given to you as well. Hallelujah. So the last verse says, 
He did it to demonstrate His justice or righteousness at the present time so as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. The one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. The one who what? Justifies those who have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, how are we going to be declared righteous since we are sinners? Mm, simple. Those who have put their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ will be declared righteous, acquitted from sin. Not on the basis of, you know, human works or good works. Because you cannot earn your salvation. You cannot, you know, <clears throat> um, you cannot work out your salvation by doing good works. You know, that, that's not the basis for salvation. The basis is His righteousness in us. Okay? So you will enter heaven because you have Jesus in your life. Because you belong to Jesus. Since you belong to Jesus and you are under His jurisdiction, so, so you will be forgiven. Okay, you, you become a benefactor of this forgiveness and salvation just because you belong to Jesus. So, friends, ladies and gentlemen, therefore, between you and the Lord right now is a yes or no answer. If you say no to God's provision to God's gospel to, 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 to the message then the only alternative for you is hell and the lake of fire after the white throne judgment that is the route that is the, the, the path that you are heading if you say no to the Lord Jesus Christ today but but if you say yes to the Lord Jesus Christ if you put your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ today, as your Lord and Savior, of course, or as the one who died on your behalf, believing that He was your substitute in the cross, who died in your place, if that is what you want to confess and declare today, then He will declare you righteous, justified, acquitted of all charges. No matter how many sins, how many mistakes you have committed, you are acquitted from all charges just because you belong to Jesus. <laughs> okay? Simply because you recognize that you are a sinner who needs to repent from sins, from sin and unsaved who needs a savior this is your opportunity friends to say yes or no to the one who is calling you today to the one who is inviting you to receive eternal life if you say no to the invitation to the calling to, to the invitation of eternal life then your only alternative is eternal flame okay so choose eternal life or eternal flame okay 
is that simple. I think that's simple enough to understand. So friends, if you choose life, choose life. Side with God and never take the mark of the beast. Okay? So if you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to be part of His flock. You want to be part of the family of God. I want you to pray this prayer of salvation. Okay? This prayer will not save you, but it is your faith. The confession of your faith will one day be reviewed in heaven. Okay? And by your confession, if you repent from your sins and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Bible says uh, the, the, the Spirit of God will be given to you as a, depos- as a deposit guaranteeing your salvation. Okay? And you will be led by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says those who are led by the Spirit, they are children of God. That's in the book of Romans. And so that is very important. And, and um, okay, so that's it. Let's pray. To those of you who want to give your life to Jesus today, you've never done this. Or even if you've done this few times, you want to again recite the same prayer. You want to give your life to Jesus. Please pray after me. Say, Father in heaven, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit, I pray. I believe that Jesus died in the cross to pay for my sins and that He rose from the dead on the third day. I confess that I am a sinner and I cannot save myself. Forgive my sins, Lord, and cleanse me with the blood of of Jesus. Today, I entrust my life to Jesus as my personal Lord and only Savior. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless your friends. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for praying that prayer. And if you pray that prayer sincerely from your heart, I believe there is a change in your life. You know, uh, it will affect your feelings too. And you feel light. You feel better than a while ago. You know, repenting from sin and giving your life to Jesus, you know, will really make a difference because the Holy Spirit is now you know a given to you is now residing in your heart and and he's going to convict you of sin what is right and what is wrong and is going to uh, help you discern scriptures and understand scriptures and and now you will have uh, you will begin to have the desire to love the Word of God and and, and seek him and and that's it. And so, friends, uh, my uh, encouragement to all of you who have given your life to Jesus today is that you um, start reading the Bible. 
Okay, start with the book of John because the book of John is like a complete <laughs> in nutrition. <laughs> you know, um, it's complete. You know, it's it's like, you know, I understand the Bible is very thick and, and you don't know where to begin. So, my suggestion is start with the book of John, okay? Just, just, just read that if you don't understand it, read the same chapter 21 times, okay? You can read it 21 times, you know, and the Holy Spirit will enlighten you and will help you understand and you will grow. And at the same time, look for a Bible-believing church. Now, I'm going to tell you this. There's a lot of churches out there, I know, but not all churches are Bible-believing. Meaning to say, not all churches adhere or steam the Bible as the final authority. Now, it's very important that uh, the church that you want to fellowship with, to, 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 be, to be part of, because the church will uh, have a role to help you, to walk alongside you, to help you grow, to help you mature, and bear fruit. That is why it's very important that the church that you will join is a Bible-believing church, okay? Um, and so uh, pray about it. Look for a Bible-believing church uh, because you see uh, this, uh, this broadcast can be watch from the four corners of the earth as long as you have internet and 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 you is if you happen to get across our site so that's it oh two hours already so okay so it's 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 a 15 v verses chapter but it's it took us two hours to finish because you see our emphasis today is your salvation it's very important because you you don't want to you don't want to be judged uh, along with those on the left <laughs> the goats okay <laughs> that is why now w uh, you have the opportunity to receive life and so we discussed with you Romans chapter 3 I believe Romans chapter 3 was the longest the longest uh, uh, scripture, a uh, passage of scripture that we uh, elaborated today. So, guys, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, if you know someone who needs to hear the message, uh, just tag them or you know, share the link, uh, share the uh, you know, click share so that they can uh, they can watch it in your social media accounts. Okay. Uh, Hallelujah. So, God bless you. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you for everyone who gave their lives today, uh, who surrendered, who committed their lives into your hands, Lord Jesus. Lord, we, we know that you are faithful and you are going to complete what you have started in their lives. So, Father, we, we, we lift them up to you right now that they will uh, end up in the right church in a bible believing church and that lord you will help them study and understand the book of john so that they will like babies they will grow in their faith lord salamat gino salamat kaayo 
And now the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord makes His face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up the light of His countenance upon you and give you His peace, both now and forevermore. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all. And all of God's people say, Hallelujah, glory to God, and see you again next week. God bless you. Goodbye. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.